two best friends who love to chat. Oh, what it's like to be an ant. Those who ant. Those who ant. Hello, and thank you for listening to Those Who Ant, the podcast that helps you see the world through ant-colored glasses. I am Auntie Mags. I'm Aunt Pat. <laughs> and uh, I'm Aunt Pat. Yeah. <laughs> you want to do it again? <laughs> and me, I'm Aunt Pat. Pat, I like that. I like that new intro. That's very fun. Well, as maybe people don't know, because we haven't said it yet, uh, we're going to talk about one of my favorite things. So I'm feeling very um, excited and I'm very yeah. showy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love a showy Pat. Let me tell you something. These people, I don't know that these people are ready. I don't know that they've seen a showy Pat. And honestly, if we were going to go full showy Pat, we'd be drunk right now. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I did have just a couple because it's this time of year that I bring right back out the champagne. You know, it's actually sparkling wine that you're getting most of the time. Did you know that? Yeah. It's like uh, it's got to be from the uh, champagne region of uh, France, right? Yeah. I guess. Well, whatever it is, I've I, I did open it up because we're going to be talking about something that I always like to celebrate this time of year with mm-hmm. champagne or whatever, and that is, of course, we are in the throes of Oscar season. Now, the two of us have, I don't know how many Oscar viewings under our belts together. We do typically like to spend Oscar night, either if we're not together, texting each other or you know, in the same room, um, drinking and making predictions and honestly making jokes about everything that's going on or trying to figure it out. You know, it's just a fun, and in, in my opinion, a very fun, fine line we walk between knowing things and never knowing things. And I love that about us. I feel like a lot of the ceremony, you know, I'm like, oh, and then some of it I'm like, huh? I like when, if we can get into, okay, we're talking about the Oscars, obviously. So yeah. at any, week, I'm going to call this our Oscars special. Oh, I love it. I've always wanted to do one of those and be a part of it or whatever. But so I'm going to bring up something that I really enjoy. I really, oh, okay, I'll, I'll start off. Okay, the whole day, okay. I start off early because when they show them coming to the red carpet, I like to look at that. Now that's straightforward because that's, look at this. Mm-hmm. Yay and A, yeah. right? And, yeah, that and that we understand fully. That I get. I, I will say, you know, I wish that I, you know, if you could live a thousand times, I'd love to be one of those people on the red carpet that asks them, you know, they're like, oh, hello, John Travolta, you know, what are you wearing? Now, I think there's better questions, I have to be honest with you, because a lot Mm. of times I'm like, you know, this is, I'm bored, you know, because if I, if John Travolta came up, I'd say... Do you think that you're going to another planet anytime soon? That's a great question. I would want to also know the answer to that. You know what might be a fun twist, too, is if they let the celebrities ask those questions to the people who, uh, you know, normally are screaming that at them. You know, like if if John Travolta asked, you know, somebody from TMZ, what if he was like, what? No, what are you wearing? Oh, you know. Okay, so then I would just answer what I'm wearing. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like John Travolta would say, do you think you're going to another planet soon? Oh, I guess that would seem like recruitment. Right. Yeah. With him, he'd be, you know, he'd have those like two cans, uh, two cans. Oh, like the bird. (gasps) Oh, is that how they, is that how, what it was? Maybe. But you're talking about the cans they make you hold, right? Yeah. Yeah. To to find out how many Thetans or whatever you got. I don't know. Um, what if it just once every 10 years was like the leap year and celebrities got to ask the questions? I like it. You know, I can't tell if I would like it them to be good at it or if we get to see that they're bad at asking questions. You know, because mm-hmm. these people are, they tend to be like beautiful and rich and talented and all that. Isn't it fun to watch them be bad at it? just one thing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 I, it, it always surprises me when that one thing is speaking in front of other people. It's true. You know, I hate, you know what I hate? I hate when I'm like, oh my God, I love this person. I've seen them in the films and I think, oh, how amazing they must be. And then they're on like a talk show or something. And I think, wow, did you have a gas leak in your home very recently? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's how I felt speaking of Travolta. I mean, you know, his name springs to mind for so many reasons, but he has one of my favorite moments in all of, you know, in all of history. (laughs) Adele Zazim is one of my most favorite moments in all of history, 
and everything that followed after. Because there was, a, I think it was Slate. They did a Travoltify Your Name. And oh my God, I Travoltify. I still, I recently will still go and do it. You type in your name and it gives you how John Travolta would pronounce it. Now, this wasn't, was, did they ever find out who that was? Adele Dezim? Yeah, because there's a woman whose name that wasn't. But was he trying to bring out, you know, another woman or was he trying to raise the dead? I can't remember. Maybe he was casting some sort of spell. Yeah, because he belongs to, let's just be honest. Now, no one get upset, okay? A cult. Yeah, it's a cult. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a big for sure. Cult. Guess what? Guess what I just pulled up? What? The Travoltify your name. I'm gonna do yours. Okay. Pen. Now this is this is what John Travolta would say if he Oh, if he saw me, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh if he was introducing you. <laughs> this legitimately makes me laugh every time. I put in Patty Tambulance, naturally, and he would say your name. And you gotta look at the picture because it really it really, it's a still of him mispronouncing Adele Dazeem. And you can kind of see the panic happening on his face. Oh, yeah. He looks, oh, he looks sick. <laughs> yeah. And it just says, Poppy Tazomas. Oh. And that's how he would say your name. Imagine like if that was my name. Oh, I feel like I would have done better. Like, you know, because here comes Pat. Here comes Poppy Tazamas. I just think that's better. It almost sounds like an, like a salad dressing. Oh, Could yeah, I have the sure Poppy... Does. Poppy Tazamas on the side. Oh, you can't put it on the side. Is it integral? You can't cook it without it? Sorry, I went into a scenario that doesn't exist. No, I love that. The places your mind could go. It always thrills me. Okay, so uh, what's okay. yours? What's yours, so, Max? So mine's, mine's I, I put in Maggie Merton. You know, I didn't put in Mags. I put I put in full Maggie. So I, it says uh, Maisie Morsgan. <laughs> oh, it sounds like foreskin a little bit. It does. That's what they would have called. If that had been your name, that's what they would have called you in school. Maisie Foreskin. Hold on. Let's do Carol. Yeah, do Carol's oil. Oh, hers is Connell Dorniels. (laughs) I feel like she's definitely been called that before. It sounds like if Carol, you know, was at a a TGI Fridays or something. And, um, you know, like, what would be an occasion she'd be celebrating? Uh, Oh, uh, well, uh, I was going to say divorce is final, but that's that's where we went. Is that where we went for you? Oh, yeah, we hit up Fridays. Yeah. But I feel like that's, you know, something that she would call herself if she had been there with us, you know, and had a bunch of those grasshoppers. She'd be like, whatever you said. (laughs) Donziels, I think that one was. Oh, God, it brings me so much joy. I legitimately am still laughing about that. I, I... Listen, gentle comedy is my favorite kind of comedy. And that one is just like a hug. It really is. No one got hurt that much except everyone who has a name that isn't Anglo-Saxon speaking, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, figure it out. I mean, and wasn't that woman reading? Yeah, he was reading. What excuse is that? Yeah, they were like, he's reading off the, the prompter. And I'm like, well, then I'm pretty sure he then... Maybe isn't so great at reading because it's not how it's spelled. And, you know, if you were listening to this and you thought, let's make fun of people who can't read, see yourself out of this podcast because I would never do that. Absolutely. uh, Real quick. Yeah. Somebody came up to me. uh, Josie had a softball game that I just came from. So at the softball game, when I'm there, my goal is for everybody to say, Oh my God, I wish your Auntie Mags was my aunt. And so Josie, Josie pitched, no big deal. 12 to 2, they won. It was a real. Oh, wow. That's yeah, a blowout. Mm-hmm. They they run ruled them. It was the slaughter rule. But so so this woman comes up to me after the game and she says, "You know, my daughter played third base and she heard you laughing at her for that last play and she was very hurt." And you know, normally I would be like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry that maybe your daughter thought I laughed at her." But tonight I was like, "I would never do that." What are you saying? I was so offended, Pat. I was like, I would never. I am anti-mags. I would never laugh at a child. My purpose is to lift up the girls on that bench. And even when the other teams make good plays, I do say, I'll say like, hey, good, good play, pitch. Good play, third. I really do. And this woman came up to me and I was full of piss and vinegar. I was so mad. And now I can't stop thinking about it. I just wanted to tell you that. What did she say? What do you say? That wasn't, I didn't do that. She just said, you know, she's really hurt. And th- th- they're kids. I don't like that. I don't like no. that. She, well, one, she doesn't know you. And two, maybe she was laughing and she was trying to cover it. Because I know sometimes, you know, you make a mistake and then you try to cover it up. Like this seems like a classic fart kind of thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe she laughed at her own daughter. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. It. Well, I hope you don't feel bad. Because you know what? Again, that's her problem. That's her issue, you know, I've taken my whole life and I still don't have it right yet about 
knowing what's my issue and what's someone else's issue. It's yeah, very like difficult. What side, that's what I wanted to ask you. It's like, which side of the street is that? She's that walking down the middle. She's walk. She's trying to walk down the middle of the street. You know, like like you do when you feel unsafe at night and you have to walk home and you're like, I'm going to walk in the middle of the street and flail around. That way no one will get me. So she's trying to do that, I think, a little bit, you know, and that, which means that she's just in very serious trouble because my therapist has never mentioned the street before. Aside aside from like which side, you know, yeah, that's yeah, a dangerous yeah. middle place to be that you don't want to be for your mental health. All right. Well, thank you for saying that because I, I really was. You know me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna probably sit up tonight thinking about it. I well, I can't even tell you don't do that because you're gonna do what you're gonna do. But mm-hmm. while you're awake, just think about the fact that you know you didn't do it. You didn't do anything wrong, and you're right. okay. You know yeah. what? Maybe she like what's that movie? The one about the mouse? She's somewhere else thinking the same thing. She's up all night oh. thinking. I can't believe I yelled at that beautiful aunt. Thank you for saying I'm beautiful. Well, sorry that it's true. You know who now, what's your, beautiful? Who? Movie stars. They are good looking. Now, well, what that's were you going to ask me? You were going to ask me something. I was going to ask you, like, what's one of your favorite parts of the Oscars for you? Because one of my favorite parts is the part that's before. It's not even the Oscars. It's it's looking at them and, you know, oh, and I also like when they have the spouse and the spouse isn't an actor or whatever. And the spouse looks like, oh, God, here we are again. You know, they very rarely look excited. Whereas if I was married to someone who was going to the Oscars, I would have to wear a diaper. Yeah. Oh, God, I agree. My a, a favorite part for me is, you know, how like uh, either the documentary people or well, it just or if it's like best. Um, I'm trying to think of a category where you're like, oh, somebody's uncle who's never owned a comb. Has oh. put on a tuxedo for the first time and look at him proposing to his wife. Sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the sound department. And, and by the way, you know, no one from the industry is going to listen to this. The industry, you know how they say that sometimes? Yeah. We can't get regular people to listen to it, let alone people from the industry. The industry. Right. But if you're listening yeah. to this and you get offended, just remember, that's not a bad thing that you don't comb your hair. I don't comb my hair, but I'm also not yeah. um, in the, at the Oscars in front of billions of people receiving an award. And and by the way, yeah. I say good for you because if it was all beautiful people who all brush their hair, you know, come see, come saw. Yeah, what does that mean again? Did we figure that one out? Um, it means a little bit, a little bit, a lot of bit, I think. I okay. might have to I might have to text um, Mike for that. But So then um, come is what means bit. Bit, yeah. It's backwards. You know how in other languages it's backwards? Yeah. You know, like in like in America, we say, oh, that's a pretty big pizza. And in other places they say pizza. It's pretty big. Yeah, I like that one better. It is fun to say it like that. I get why they do it. Yeah. All right. So what's one of your favorite things? Oh, you, you don't you like when they're not brushing their hair. Is that what you said? Yeah. I, well, I like when normal people have gotten dressed up like I, I, sometimes I do think it is like best documentary, best documentary shot. Those ones where it's like. You're just somebody who did really great work and this is your first time ever doing really great work and you're showing up here and you and your wife are wearing the weirdest dress slash tuxedo slash combo of both. And I love it. Also, I love moments where Chris Evans is a gentleman. Oh, I don't think, you I think those they're brighten those in now. I feel like. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think I know which one you're talking about, but they're all good. All those Chris's. I like I like that. Yeah. Which brings me to the big opening thing, right? So sometimes they have a big musical number and sometimes Mm -hmm. they just have like Billy Crystal, you know, uh, talk about like, oh, um, I'm trying to remember anything that they ever talk about. Like they usually make fun of it, right? Yeah. Didn't Billy Crystal do like most of the opening numbers? And then when it was like comedians that they do like mostly jokes, not to say Billy Crystal is not a comedian, but, you know, he did do blackface for a real long time and. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised. I wonder if he and Whoopi are friends anymore. Oh, I bet. I bet. Because I feel like Whoopi's like super cool. And she'd be like the type of person who's like, hey, don't do that. That's wrong. And then they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. Thank you. Except for Ted, Ted dancing, because she and Ted dancing were like a couple. And then he did blackface. And she did whiteface. Remember, that was the cover of the magazine. I did not remember that at all. Hold on. I can't even picture in my mind's eye what that was like. You know, we were talking about this last week a little bit and Ted dancing, doing blackface, which is just categorically wrong. Yeah. You know, but I think he learned from that. I think that he apologized for that. God, what if I'm wrong? But I believe that it was pointed out, you you did it's wrong. He said it was wrong and I'm sorry. And that's a good example of how we're all supposed to be 
stop trying to pretend it didn't happen or whatever, or they tried or that whatever the, whatever people say, right? Ted dancing, you know, he's never done it again to my knowledge. Oh God. What if Ted dancing is at home right now, just sitting comfortably in blackface with his beautiful wife, Mary Steenberger. I love that marriage. I love them. They really love each other. I wonder what that's about. Yeah, I couldn't imagine it myself. Okay, now I thought, I really thought it was like a magazine cover that they both did it. What magazine would it have been, you think, (laughs) that would have put it on the cover? People. Oh, that would be a choice. I I swear, I thought. Maybe it was like an airline magazine. Like I could see a picture like that being on like the Continental magazine. Remember when there was Continental? I used to love that airline. Yeah, well, look, I can't find it. Maybe it's been stripped of the internet. Well, then she's doing what we would all do. You know, I've made, you know, I've made a, a, you know, I, this isn't great. And I got rid of it. Yeah, I hope so. Were you just thinking of that movie where the two guys who are brothers dressed up as white people and things, I guess things happened to the, there was a little person, but the little person played a baby and the two um, black gentlemen played white people. Do you remember this? Is that the one where they look like a walking nightmare where it was like so terrifying? They look like a bunch of mashed potatoes, like all like enclosed. Like imagine if mashed potatoes wore clothes. That's what it looked like. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I think I've seen that movie. I don't know if I've seen it. I definitely remember hearing about it. Right. Well, that leads us to I think I think this is a good place to be because Mags and I are going to make some predictions here. Now, the problem is, um, you know, this year we weren't able to see very many things. So but we're going to make so we're going to have to make some of these predictions without knowing a lot about um, what we're talking about. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've only seen one of these movies. Okay, and I don't know. Um, but, but we're going to go down, and I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i read the first one. So the first one we have here is actor in a leading role. And, okay, here are the choices, Megs. You ready? Okay. Rith Rise Ahmed. And that's for a movie called Sound of Metal. Okay, I didn't see that. Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I didn't get a chance to see that. Okay. Anthony Hopkins, the father. I didn't. Is that? What is that one? Is that the guy that played Psycho? Yeah. Uh, Gary Oldman, Mank. And Stephen Yoon, Minari. Okay. So I haven't seen these, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I'm going to go with um, Stephen Yoon. Yeah. I'm going to listen here. I'm going to say it right now. If it doesn't go to Chadwick Boseman, then. It's going to go to Steven Yoon because you got to believe me when I tell you he is gorgeous. He is so handsome. And sometimes, listen, I I haven't seen any of these movies, so I'm going to base it off of my gut. And my gut tells me he is gorgeous, although so is Chadwick Boseman. I don't know what Riz Ahmed looks like. Maybe I should have. I'm going to text Joe. Hold on. Yeah, text. But I know. I definitely know I don't think Anthony Hopkins is, uh, no offense, but I think. No, 100%, 100%. Okay, you text Josie. Okay, those are our picks. I'm going to note this. So I picked that one you picked. Okay. Oh, you know, people Uh, say you can't. Oh, what is it? What is it? She texted me back. Actually, this Riz guy, or Riz. Yeah. He's also very cute. Look at the picture she sent to. Oh, my God. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. That, That gentleman is very handsome. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's move on. All right. Active in a supporting role. Scratcher Baron Kern. The Trial of the Chicago Seven. I didn't. Oh, I love Chicago. I love it too. You know what? It's the best when it's like the summer or the spring mm-hmm. or the fall, you know, yeah. when it's not the winter. Yeah. Daniel Kaluuya, Judy and the Black. What does that say? Judy's. Oh, Judy's. That one, the- this is the one movie I've seen. Judy oh. and the Black Messiah. Okay, that sounds controversial. It is. It is good. It's very, very good. Isn't the Messiah supposed to be black? Isn't didn't we agree that Jesus is black? Well, yeah, he certainly is a Middle Eastern man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Um, right. Okay. But yeah, yeah, he was good. Color. Okay. He was so good. And you, when again, because that's the only movie I've seen, I believe thus far, um, that performance was something special. Like within ten seconds of the movie starting, you're like, oh, this guy's gonna do it. It was oh. very good movie. I know. I well, it was very okay. Good. Okay, it sounds like you might vote for that one, but I'll read the rest of them just to see. Okay, Le- Leslie Odam Jr. One Night in Miami. All right, that sounds isn't fun. Isn't that a song? Isn't that a song by? Isn't that the song by uh, Bangkok? Oriental City. Oh, I guess it's One Night in Bangkok. 
All right, oh, never mind. Maybe this is a sequel. Maybe. Oh, One Night in Miami. I'm intrigued. Okay, I got to find that one because that one sounds kind of fun. A lot of these sound a little heavy. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. But One Night in Miami sounds like, well, we better do it. We're only here for one night. Okay. Well, here, here's what I'll tell you about Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. Um, after it ended, I legitimately cried for 30 minutes. Oh, okay. I bet it's very It's just that white people are bad. Yeah. We're bad. We did a lot of bad things. And don't I, anybody dare hashtag not all white people. Oh, boy. Is that a ha- People, you know what? Think about your hashtag before you do it. Yeah. You know, it's good if I don't know anything about movies going in because I don't want to feel anything, you know, and that sounds like yeah. I will. But I, I'll still watch it because you said it's very good. All right. Oh, it's so good. But you prepare yourself. You're going to cry. You remember how I could still cry thinking about Precious? Yeah. I could still cry. It sits in my gut, that movie. Yeah. And this one is a true story. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Well. All right. This okay. Well, all right. I'll I'll gird myself up to do it. All right. Paul Racy, Sound of Metal. That's another one for Sound of Metal. Okay. And then Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield. Is it Lakeith or is it Lakeith? I mean, these are not phonetically spelled out, and unfortunately, I don't know. Uh, And this is another Judas and the Black. Okay. Now I see your point because this is another gentleman uh, nominated for Judas and the Black. Jude. You said Judas. Judas, Judas yeah, and the Judas Black Messiah. The Black Messiah. All right. So I'm going to go with you because you like that one. So I'm going to vote. I think it's Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, I think so too. He was so good. But Leslie O'Dam was in um, Hamilton. Oh. That's one of the Hamilton guys. You know how they're in every movie now and TV oh. show? Good for he them. He was one of them. Yeah. Because theater doesn't pay well. Good no. for them. All right. Oh, here's where. Okay. Here's where. Now, oh. look, I'm just going to say I like Actresses, I just do. I love Mm -hmm. actors. I like everybody. But here's where I get very excited. Okay, actress in a leading role. Um, Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. That's another one for that. That's what sounds fun, doesn't it? Is this a Medea because of the bottom? I don't know. Or is it like that song where it's like, whoa, Black Bottom, Bama Lamb. Is that one? Oh, Black Bottom, Bama Lamb. Ma Rainey had a black, what black, a black bottom. Oh, yeah. Is it like that? Maybe. I hope so. I, I hope it's I hope not. So. I hope I'm not wrong because if it's about something very different, that might feel disrespectful. Okay. So yeah. there's that one. There's is, Ant- I'm going to say this. She is like maybe my top number one favorite actress. Although there is another one who's, uh, who's super high up on my list in this category as well. Andrea Day, The United States versus Billie Holiday. Okay. So I haven't seen this. And um, this sounds like another court case. Yeah. And Billie Holiday was the singer, right? Yeah. Okay. I got to watch that one. Okay. These are all, these are all, I mean, I got to watch these. Okay. The next one is- just don't have the time. I don't have, I, <clears throat> me either, yeah. Uh, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman. Boy, that sounds like something, right? It sounds like one of those sad. movies about a woman who's very sad, like all women. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when The English Patient came out? I do. I'm going to tell you right now, I never saw The English Patient, and I don't think I ever will, because I was like, I can tell this ain't for me, but I know for a fact everybody in it was probably so good, but I just, it's one of those things where, like, whatever pieces of a woman is, it just sounds like it would make me cry for two straight hours, and I, maybe I'm wrong about that, but I'm probably never going to see it. Well, it doesn't say pieces of a whole woman. This might be just pieces of a woman that they found, you know, it feels like one of those maybe murder ones where they're like, we found pieces of this woman. Oh, okay. Because if it's like a dateline, then I'll watch it. It might be like that. We'll give it a chance. Maybe we'll turn on for a few minutes and see how it goes. Because you can usually tell right away. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I have to say, this is one of my Mm -hmm. favorite people alive currently on the planet. Francis McDormand for No no Man's Land. No Man, No Man's Land. No Man's Land. No Man's Land. Okay. I, I haven't seen it. But I'm going, I'm definitely going to, you know, she cut her hair real short and good for her. Like I look mm-hmm. at her hair sometimes I'm like, okay, okay. Doesn't she seem a little bit like she, if she looked at you sideways, you'd evaporate? Yeah. Oh my God. That's what I was going to say. Remember when I, at the top of this discussion uh, for this category, I said one, that my, one of my other favorite actresses in the world is in this category. I love Viola Davis so much. Ever since Doubt, when she was crying and bugs were coming out of her nose and it was like the most disgusting and you know, nothing makes me gag more than that. But ever since that, I was like, oh my God, she's amazing. She's the best actress. Her, you know, obviously Meryl Streep, 
But Frances McDormand, the choices that this woman makes, it's like she seems like she grew up in a steel mill. And she seems like if you looked at her hands, you'd be like, girl, moisturize. Yeah. What are you doing with these hands? It seems like she was lowered into the chimney of a steel mill. And that's where she had to spend her days and nights. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I just like that she doesn't care. You know, I've seen her on another awards show and, you know, she walked up there. She was like, you could almost hear her clomping, clomp, clomp, clomp up there. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I don't give a shit. She just strikes a chord in me because maybe it's our ages or whatever, but I feel a kinship with her and I hope no Mm -hmm. man's land is good because I I will watch that one. Yeah. I think I saw a picture of her and she's wearing like a man's jacket. Well, remember in that one about the billboards where she just wore coveralls? She started the whole, everybody wears coveralls now and it's because of her she's a trendsetter okay Mm -hmm. okay i'm very Mm -hmm. excited all right and the last person in here is kelsey carrie mulligan for promising young woman now that seems like an upper yeah this one seems like i just read the title without knowing anything it seems like oh inspiring i bet she's a teacher i bet she's a teacher or something and she inspires uh, kids you know yeah, or maybe it's like old timey, so it's promising young woman because she's like a secretary, you know, or something. Mm. And she's like, oh, this is promising, you know, like it might be that yeah. kind of thing. Okay, I'm definitely going to watch that one because I feel like I can handle that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. like to see women come up, and that's what that, that seems like. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what did we oh, what did we one. vote for there? I think you voted for Viola Davis because you oh. like her. And I think I'm going to vote for Frances McDormand. Okay, then let's, yeah, let's split the diff on that because I feel like whoever wins... Between the two people we've mentioned, I'm going to be very happy. If other people win, I won't be as happy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to read the next one? What's the next one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is um, Actress in a a Supporting Role. Okay, and the first one is Maria Balaclava. Balaclava? Balaclava? Balaclava. Back. Back. back, It's Maria, though. I got that right. Yeah, let's. Maria. Mm-hmm. And she was nominated for a Borat subsequent movie film, Delivery of Prodigal Bribe to American Regiment. What is this? I'm already tired. Did this you see this mistake. one and that's why you gave me this? No, I just... The American Regime I, for Make Benefit Once Glorious, and then it cuts off. Okay. I don't know what that is. I didn't... I really didn't see it. Is this um, a documentary? I don't think so. You can't be best actress in a documentary. Oh, you can't, right. Okay. Right? Well, I definitely, you know what? I have to tell you, it's kind of a miracle because a film like this with this long title, you would think would not be nominated or be, even be a movie. You, do you remember when there was that movie that, um, not Hugh Jackman, but the other one, the British one? Huge. With the prostitute one. Where he was, I'm sorry, sex worker. Where he was, he uh, it was the Englishman who went up a hill but came down a mountain, something like that. And they were like too long, so they shortened it just to the Englishman. Oh, yeah, you got to make it shorter because looking at that, I'm I'm thinking that there was a glitch in the um, computer, the internet. Also, aren't you giving something away if you write that much about it? Yeah, like make it a mystery. Yeah, make it a mystery. All right, so we don't know about about Maria. Okay, I don't know. Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy. Uh, this is one where my my uncle saw Hillbilly Elegy and believed that it was Cloris Leachman, huh. and not Glenn Close. Oh, wow. Yeah, because when Cloris Leachman died, God rest his soul, he said, ah, oh, she was really good in that movie, Hillbilly Elegy. And I said, I think that was Glenn Close. <gasps> okay, Hillbilly Elegy. So a hillbilly is passed. Is that what that would be, right? The one where you give a speech at somebody's... Yeah, when they've passed... Oh, yeah. that sounds, this might be a comedy. I love when they nominate comedians. Oh, because hillbillies are funny. Yeah. Because can you imagine? Like this hair, this hair friend of all of ours is, you know? And maybe it's like, maybe it's like the town got together and wrote it. That was so good. Did you like that? Yeah. Huh? Oh, me and, uh, me and Ma, we just got out of the cotton patch and rolled over here to make sure that we heard of Jim Bob's. You know I'm mm-hmm. While what? you're talking, I'm picturing somebody blowing into a jug. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, that's so okay. Fun. I got to see this one. I got to see this yeah. one because I can imagine that it's really fun. You know, it's like one of those movies where the whole town kind of comes together and they make it. Okay, that's what I imagine in my yeah. head. We'll see it. We'll yeah. see how close we are to that one. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I know you like this. Uh, this next person, Olivia Coleman. 
idea from... Is it Coleman? Coleman. Now, this is for a film called The Father, again, which I don't know. It seems, you know, when it's when it's just that, I feel like, yeah. what? It's but about, I do like her. Patriarchy? Is it about yeah, it's the patriarchy. Yeah, like oh, this is my father or whatever, you know, or the father, you know, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Now I know I'm going to say this last name right of this person because it because I you know why because I heard her be introduced on Stephen Colbert the other night. Oh. And he said it different, but I can't remember what he said, which is, okay. I'm going to say Amanda Seyfried. Okay. But I know he said something different. Why don't they just spell it the way that it is? And I, I, I know that know. we don't really do that, you know, but but there's no way for anyone to know how to say that word. There's just yeah. no way to know. It's You're set up to fail. Yeah, I don't, I, I Seyfried, but I know it's not that. But for Mank, did you see Mank? I didn't <gasps> see Mank. Mank. Is it about Mankowitz? Is it? Josh? Is it about Josh Mankiewicz? Okay, I've got to, as soon as we're done with this, I'm going to find out. Because if there was a movie released this year, a documentary about Josh Mankiewicz. Okay, I'm, I'm going to look that one up. Oh my God, what a great nickname too. Because that goes in, my Mank Bank. Yeah, right. that's what it's the first thing I thought of was your Mank Bank here. Absolutely. Okay, well, that's a, a front runner for me, to be honest with you. Okay, okay. okay. And then the last one is Yoo Jung Yoon, or Yoon, hmm. um, from Minari, which is all, it's, uh, gorgeous, Stephen, gorgeous. So handsome. All right. All these, all I don't these, know about are, this person. I don't know them, but you know, good for them. You know, I'm always pulling for the underdog who, because I haven't heard of this um, woman before. Well, I don't know this, the first person either. And I know Glenn Close and Olivia Coleman. I'm not really clear on the fourth one, but I, I, you know, I'm pulling for someone like this last woman that you mentioned. I bet it's a wonderful film and I bet she's a wonderful young actress and I wish her mm-hmm. a lot of luck. I'm pulling for her. Yeah. That's who I'm, I'm voting for this woman. Okay. She's our pick. Yeah. 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 All right. Mark it down. I bet we're 100% right on all these. Okay. Uh, yeah, I feel and, really good about it. Um, okay. This one is uh, Best Animated Feature Film. Okay. Okay. So the okay. nominees are yeah. Onward. Oh. Right? Dan, Dan Scanlon. Mm. Boy, that sounds like a name that somebody would make up in the moment. Dan Scanlan. Yeah, my name's rhymes. Dan Scanlan. I'm your date or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Dan Scanlan uh, and Corey Rye. Oh, good for them. A little team. Yeah, good for you, couple couple writers, you cute little writers. That's cute. Okay. Now, are they in it when you when they write it? Are they also in it? Um, I think you can only do that when you are. Um, what's his name? Oh, I know this. The 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 sixth sense. Yeah, that guy. When you when you that guy, the kid Shama. Oh, oh, the kid in it. The kid wrote that one. I thought so. Oh my God, he's one of those. Um, what do you call it? A genius or whatever. Savant. Yes. Genius prodigy. Prodigy? Oh, prodigy. Oh, I didn't know that. I mm-hmm. love that. <gasps> he's like, I see dead people. And he wrote it and he's like, I get to say it. Well, yeah, that's why that line was so simple. Okay. All of his lines were very simple because he they wrote were. them. They were. Okay. Wow. <sighs> this is the kind of trivia. All right. So. Did you ever see that kid when he was in Walker, Texas Ranger? And, it, and he has to deliver the line, Walker told me I have AIDS. He had eggs. AIDS. <gasps> no, this isn't what I'm laughing at. That's not what I'm laughing at. What I'm laughing at is that this this poor kid had to deliver the line. Walker told me I had AIDS. Was Walker a doctor? No, he was a Texas Ranger. That was the whole show. How did he know he had AIDS? I guess he ran some tests. Oh, I don't know. That seems way past his purview as a ranger. I don't look. I haven't seen that show in a minute. But that's called. You know, what they call that jump in the shark. You know, what if he did it like Oprah? What? What if that's how he told the townspeople like Oprah? You know, what if it was like you have AIDS and you have AIDS? And oh, you have AIDS? well, then I'm back on board because it seems like, look, this whole town has been exposed to AIDS and this is how I'm going to dole it out. Telling a child like that seems like, OK, you're not a doctor. You're a ranger. Now, I don't know yeah. how they do things in Texas. And to be honest with you, like Thelma and Louise, I try to avoid it because I'm terrified. No offense. If you're from Texas and you're listening to this, you're probably a really beautiful person who lives in a really beautiful part of Texas. And you're like, you like people and everything. But there's something about Texas that makes me very afraid to cross its borders. And you know what? Know. These rangers are not doing it a service if you're out there telling children they have AIDS. I mean, I mean, I agree with you fully about Texas. It's funny because... You know, some of my most favorite people ever came from there. Beyonce, obviously, and all three of the chicks. So I, I, I want to love Texas. I, I'm afraid of it. But yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm so afraid of it. It's just like you. 
And you know what? And now that I hear myself say that out loud, I just want everyone to know there's no safe place where there aren't assholes from. So I like Texas mm-hmm. as much as I like anywhere else. You know, I'm just trying yeah. to, I'm trying to stay alive somehow. And yeah. sometimes I feel like Texas is out to get me personally. And that's all. Well, yeah, me too, me too. On account of we're women and also that I'm ansexual. And right. yeah, you know, there's a lot going on. But also I just want to say, want to make very clear, we were definitely not making fun of AIDS. Oh we're no! Definitely making fun of Walker, Texas Walker, Ranger, Texas and the authority Ranger. that a that a, a Texas Ranger may or may not have in you know making such diagnoses. Yeah, because you can't be wrong about something like that. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, over the moon. Never heard of it. Never heard, heard of, of it. I've never heard of this one. I feel like this might be a remake because the idea seems familiar. You know what it reminds me of though that part that part in Rent that Maureen sings. You know. Where she's like, only thing to do is jump over the moon. It's a performance art. Oh, oh, oh. Did you ever see that rent? Um, I may have. I may have. I, I'm just not, um, you know, performative art is not exactly It's not my your cup thing. of tea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, God bless. If that's Unless what you feel going. like you have to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's like a piece within a piece. Yeah. And I can only respond to one thing at a time. And that's just my limitation. Yeah. No, I don't, I wouldn't even say that's your limitation. I say that's your taste and that's, that's all it's got to be. Anyways, Glenn Keane, Jenny Rim and Oh, Jenny Rum. Oh, Jenny. Jenny Rum. Jenny, Jenny Light, like Genesee. Oh, that's fun. Jenny Rum and Pylon Chow. Imagine the three of them getting together to write that, you know? Can you imagine? I can't because I don't know what's about, but I will, I love the idea of people having an idea and going going for it. Just like this next movie, never heard of a Sean the Sh- a Sean the Sheep movie hmm. colon Farmageddon. Hmm. Huh? Is it Farmageddon the thing where we've put too much money into corn and now yeah. we got to make everything out of corn, like corn syrup, corn starch? Mm-hmm. People trying to make gasoline out of corn. Is that the thing? We're feeding it to chickens and cows and stuff. So it's just only corn. Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah. I don't know. Again, this feels like because um, of the colon and everything, it feels like a mm-hmm. documentary. So I'm wondering if they and just animated a documentary. Did I invent <gasps> something? Oh, did Best they? Best animated documentary. That's a great idea. Okay. Well, you know, if you Although- hear this and you use it, all that I ask is for literally anything. Anyways, soul. By Pete Doctor, always a doctor and a writer, oh, and Dana nice. Murray. Soul, I like that because it's very straightforward. Soul, you know. And oh, by the way, this is S O U L, not S O L E, like a fish, or um, like the city in Greece. All right, yes, exactly. Um, oh, what's this? Wolf Walkers. Who's heard of these? If you've heard of these, shoot us an email at yeah. those who at gmail dot com. Send this us an email says- and say I heard of it, and then say which one. Yeah, yeah, because we want to know. We want to keep track. If we knew how to do a poll, that would be fun if we could do a poll. Oh. On Twitter, we should do a poll. Okay. Do you know how to do that? Why don't you write to Josie and see if she knows how to do that? Yeah, we'll text Josie. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, so Wolf Walkers is Tom, Tom Moore, mm-hmm. Ross Stewart. What if he was related to uh, <gasps> Bob Stewart? Yes. Yeah. Paul Young and Stefan Rolance. Okay. So they brought. I feel okay. like, did you switch on purpose because you got a glimpse of the names? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I can't, I'm so worried. Cause I, you know, the last thing I really want to do is I what? really, really don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And I don't want anyone to think it's not because your name's weird. You have a beautiful name. It's my well, thing that I cannot say them because. Uh-huh. I grew up on mayonnaise sandwiches in a very small town. Yeah. So it really, it y- y- your names are beautiful and they're interesting. And we can't all be named, you know, Jim or um, what's another one? Kate, whatever. Scott. You know, which are great names, but the, yeah. we can't all be named that. So, so oh. yes, I gave up. I gave up. Uh, from this one, I'm going to say um, onward is my pick. I like that as a, because it's a verb. Is it a noun? It's also, it might be both. And I'm going to pick soul because that's the one that's easiest and shortest. I love that. Now let's skip ahead here because cinematography, I've never understood what that is. Costume oh, design. I wanted, to, I wanted to make you do these names. Okay. Well, I may have skipped ahead a little bit here. <laughs> um, let's go to, oh, I know what I want to get to. Yeah. Let's see you- it on the count of three. Let's see okay. it on the count of three, which, I, which one I think you're doing. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, two. 
three, three. International documentary feature. feature. Okay. Did I skip it by accident? I kind of want to do um, documentary feature film. Okay. Okay. I'll read. I'll read them. All right. Ready? Yeah, so this is a documentary. It. So the, none of this is made up. Collective. Alexandra Nanu and Bianca Oana. Oh, I love that movie about the little Hawaiian girl. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay, that's so one. It's called is, Collective. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm confused. So it's not Bianca Moana. It's not about... Oh, is her name about the movie, you mean? I thought that's what it was, but then I just thought that didn't make sense. Okay. All right. Collective. Have you heard of it? No. Me neither. Okay. Oh, good. I hope it's about someone who's a collector. You know, I like those. Me too. I got to say, this next one, mm-hmm. the, the last name of the first person on this next one is my favorite, maybe my favorite last name I've ever heard. Okay, let's see. So this next one is Crimp Camp. Mm-hmm. Crimp, Crimp. Crip, Crip. Crip Camp. Crip and camp. the people are Nicole Noon, Noon, no, Noonham. Noonham. That's a great name. I love oh, that name. Noonham. That sounds like, oh, I'm from the old East Coast, you know? I'm from Maine, you know, the Noonhams down the street. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a town. Yeah, a town yeah. in Massachusetts. Jim Lebrecht and Sarah Boulder for Crip, Crip Camp. Then there's The Mole Agent by Mater D. Alberti and Marcella Santibanez. Now, is it okay? But I'm just saying this because what if it's mole? Okay, like, the, the, like, the, like that, like um, that brown sauce. sauce. Has chocolate in it. Yeah. it has chocolate in it. You know, I never taste as much like chocolate as I want it to. And for me, it always tastes too much like chocolate. We should switch our plates. I yeah. guess that wouldn't maybe accomplish it if we both got mole. Um, the next one is, now this, I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, I want it to be this. My Octopus Teacher. Okay. Sold. That's how you name a film, by the way, that uh-huh. I want to watch. Uh-huh. Pippa er- Ehrlich, James Reed, and Craig Foster. You know, they say that octopuses are aliens. Did you hear that? What? Yeah, because they're so smart and they can get through holes and everything. People say that they're not from this planet, like they came here from another planet, and they're just living under the water until I have no idea what happens. Oh my God, that's terrifying. Where did you hear that? Because that's very scary for me. I can't remember. I read the headline and then the, you know, the part that comes right below the headline. Mm-hmm. And then time, just time. Garrett Bradley. It must be about that because I don't know how they get away with calling it just that. So that's Garrett Bradley, Lauren Domino. What a fun name. And Cullen Mm -hmm. Quinn. Okay. Well, I I already said my vote is Octopus Teacher because I can't believe I haven't seen it. That just seems like so much fun. Now, without knowing what Crip Camp is, is it about gangs? Oh. Because did you know that I could do one gang sign with my hands? No, what is it? Show me. I'm going to show it to you. I won't say it because I don't want to put out allegiance. Right. Can you read it? W. Wood. B. Oh. L. Oh. Uh-huh. O. T. Oh. You know what that's a great sign for, too? When you what? have your period. Oh, yeah. You just throw oh. them up. Throw, throw, throw them up when you've got your period. That we all, we all know. I'm bleeding currently. I've never put my hands down, to be honest. Same. I've had it for six weeks at this point. You know, I went through menopause, like I said before, and I still have my period. I've got to have this looked at. (laughs) Yeah, maybe that wasn't menopause. I know you said it happened over a weekend, but maybe that wasn't menopause. What if it was food poisoning? Okay, well... (laughs) I've got to get this looked at. Well, I know that we're running close here on time. Uh, do you have a, because I want to do best picture, but is there another category that jumps out at you that you're like, look, we got to, we got to make a pick, a pick here. Let's see if we can find some that have other movies that we have never heard of. Oh, let's do song. Oh, I love that. Let's do song. All right. Best song. And you can do it. <laughs> I'm going to make you do it. Mm-hmm. All right. So original song in a film. All right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Fight For You from Judy's and the Black Messiah, which we already said that we like. Music mm-hmm. by her her, and Dernst Emile Eleven. Lyrics by her and Tiara Thomas. All right. I haven't heard it because I haven't seen the film. You know, her I was, was too an interesting. Busy yeah. Her is a crying. pronoun, right? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know you could just, you know, take that for yourself, but good for her. Good for, oh boy, good for her. She should name an album or if she, or if she like, um, does like a a retrospective. Yes. Hear my voice from the trial of the Chicago seven music by Daniel Mm -hmm. Pemberton lyric by D 
Daniel Pemberton and Celeste Waite. Do you think that's two different Daniel Pembertons, or do you think that's the same one? From before, oh, can you imagine? Yeah. Well, Dan, thanks for writing the music. My name's Daniel Pemberton as well, and I'm here to write the words to it. Wouldn't that be something special? I hope, I really hope that's what happened. I, I cannot wait for the Oscars for moments just like this, where they both yeah. get up there and they say, this is how, we, that's a meet cute. I'm Dan Pemberton, and that's Dan Pemberton. And we're yeah, Daniel man. Pembertons. Yeah. <laughs> now, here's something that I'm, okay, the song, the name of the song is Hussavik from the Euro... Vision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga. Oh, my God. Music and lyric by mm, Seven Katitcha. Fat Max Jesus. Fat Max Jesus and Rickard Goranson. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? Yeah, this is, though. Can you you imagine? Because what if this wins and they get up there? Look, think of their hair like we were talking about before. Yeah, God. Can't imagine what Rick and Gorin. Fat Max Jesus. It's going to look like, and I say this with all the love in my heart, about eight Cindy Lapas jumping up there. You know what I mean? There's only one, two, three of them, but it, it will look like eight city loppers. It will. The, I yeah. can. I'm telling you right now. This group. Uh, there's going to be a kilt. There's going to be um, a big hat. There's going to be like a yeah. cane or something, but not a yeah. cane that you use because you use a cane because you're differently abled. It's going to be a cane mm-hmm. for show. Do we think that that Fat Max Jesus is going to have big, big, big bejeweled spectacles on? Oh yeah, yeah, big. Yeah, the rounds and they've got. You know, he looks like he robbed Elton John. Somewhat successfully. Yeah. 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 All right. So the next one is, okay, I don't know. (laughs) The next one is, okay, I, you got me. IOS, IOS. C. Well, that one's just C. IOS. And then in, okay, in parentheses, right? Mm Mm-hmm. The word seen, S-E-E-N. Okay. Look, this one's got more parentheses than any of the other ones. Yeah, and what's above the S there? What's that? That's a that's an accent mark, but that's not a Spanish one. That looks like maybe I wonder if that's Italian. I think it might be Eo Eo. Hmm. Well, it's let's say it's Italian because it's from the life ahead, you know. Mm-hmm. And then in the parentheses is La Vida La Vida Devante As, and the music is by Diane Warren. Old hat, right? Diane Warren, you know. Diane Warren, how'd you get in there? Now, what happened to her? And lyric by Diane Warren. They should both meet Dan, the Daniel Pembertons and Lauren Passini. All right. Well, that I bet it's a beautiful sounds, song. Yeah, Passini. Dirty. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, seen it? Pasini, seen it? Start, yeah, I'm going to start calling my lady pots. Yeah, Pasini. I'm Italian. Yeah. <laughs> I got an opera. You'd like Pasini. All right. And the last one, right, one is... One more, yeah. yeah. Well, one more. Okay. It's called Speak Now. Oh, from One Night in Miami. That's the one I really want to see. All right. From One Night in Miami, music and lyric by, oh, Leslie Odam Jr. and Sam oh, Ashworth. Oh, he's... So this man is... So he wrote the song and he's in the movie? Okay. Well, that's very exciting. I mean, so here's my question. And this might be a rookie. This might be a dumb person's question. So for these ones, it says music and lyrics by Leslie Odam Jr. and Sam Ashworth. But up here, this is why I think there's actually two Daniel Pembertons. Because it says music by Daniel Pemberton, lyrics by Daniel Pemberton and Celeste Waite. Wow. Wouldn't it say music by music, music and lyrics and by lyric Daniel by- Pemberton? There's two Daniel Pembertons and I so love two that. Diane Warrens. Yeah. We should make notes of this because I can't wait. Because I I mean I do watch the Oscars like glued to the television, you know. I'm mm-hmm. I don't miss any of it. But I definitely want to make sure that I see that because that is so fun. You know those little moments? Another thing that I love are the unexpected moments where someone falls down or someone forgets to thank the spouse and they turn to the spouse and the spouse is like, okay, you know, and if there's yeah. two Daniel Pemberton's, then this is going to be just, people will laugh so much. Yeah. Oh, what a fun story. I like those moments where the person does forget their spouse and in, in the press room, they're like, and of course my lovely, my lovely partner, I couldn't do this without my partner. I couldn't think of them in the moment, but now I know all about them. Remember when Hillary yeah. Swamp forgot a husband? 
<laughs> and he was a little guy. Remember? He was already little. Remember? What happened to him? Uh, if I was him, I would have walked into space. Wait, I got to look this up. Who, who was, I'm texting Joe's, who was Celery Swamp married to? He was little. He was so little. He must have been a child. Not an age. Ugh. What was his name? He looked like such a... He was a sweetheart, you know? He was one of those guys who's short but attractive, you know? I'm sorry. If you're short, you're... Uh, you, of course, you can be anything. You can be attractive, whatever. But this is a gentleman who... You know, sometimes you see a little guy and you think, ah, oh, see, like all of his good features, all his good stuff got condensed into a smaller form. And if he was taller, maybe he wouldn't be, be as good looking. Okay, wait. Now, Joe's texted me back. Okay, so... Oh, God. Okay, are you talking about Rob Lowe's brother? Is that who it is? So, Oh, he's like the runt. Like if you went to the Lowe's house and they hit all the dogs, he would have been the one that like, he was born blind and hairless. And then he came back full. You know what I mean? Like the runt always comes back real good. He's very attractive, but he remained small. He didn't get enough milk. Yeah. Rob Lowe took all the milk there, but now he's on Atkins. So yeah, I think they, they're divorced now. And that should have been a good sign. Pretty Absolutely. good sign. Something wasn't working. A hundred percent. God bless. God bless both of them. I hope they're both well. And if you're short, you know what? Good for you. I'm not tall. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, she's remarried, but how sad for Chad Lowe. Yeah. You know, what's nuts is he was on, remember that show Life Goes On with, um, <gasps> with, um, I know what you're going to say. With, uh, with Patty Lapone. Remember? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, what, what did you think I was going to say? Something else. And mm-hmm. the thing is. Chad Lowe played the boyfriend of that one girl, and he Walker told him he had AIDS on that show. Hmm. I don't. This know is a crossover episode. I don't know if they did it like that, but but he did have AIDS on that show as well. You know, Texas, the Texas Ranger. What's going on there? Why are they letting him just say that to people? Because I'll tell you what, it's unsafe. Because if he came up to me and said, you have AIDS, no questions asked, I'd be like, well, who am I to argue? Now, listen, I cannot stress this enough. We are not making fun of AIDS. I cannot stress this enough. Well, we can make fun of the disease because it's it's an awful disease. We're not making fun of anyone who has been affected by HIV and AIDS. We are making fun of, you know, all these shows are treating it kind of lightly and making a storyline and everything. And, you know, what do you you call it when you force someone's feelings? They're like being exploiting it, you know? And if you are listening to this and you have HIV or living with HIV or AIDS, you are a friend of ours. We love you. Now, I got to say for this one, I hope my my dream is Josefic wins because I want to see Fat Max Jesus. (laughs) I think we're all dying to see what Fat Max Jesus looks like. And I know that I could just text Joe to tell it, text us what that looks like, but I want to find out in real time with the rest of the world. And you also want to see Oscar's Fat Max Jesus. Because again, some people's idea of formal really differs from other people's. Yeah. And thank God for them. What a bo- Again, what a boring ceremony it would be. You know, sometimes it can be very boring. But think about how much more boring it would be if everyone wore a tuxedo or like a floor-length gown or whatever. I live for those moments when someone comes out and you're like, yikes! And then you you text a bunch of people and they all say yikes together. But you know, in your heart that the talented and the wonderful and, you know, it's just a moment we can all enjoy together. You know, this brings us to our best, uh, the best picture, which, you know, is kind of like the big award of the night or whatever. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going I'm to go through. Now, again, just keep in mind, we haven't seen any of these. Yeah, just the one. Yeah, which one? I saw Judas and the Black Messiah. That's the only right. one I saw. All right, this hinges on you, Max. All right, the nominees for the best picture are The Father, mm-hmm. David Parfit, Teen Louis Livy, and Felipe Carcassonne. Oh, they're the producers, right? So the producers get to, you know, I never find out what a producer does, really. I guess they just make it. I guess that's what they do. Yeah. All right. I haven't seen The Father, but it sounds seems like a downer. Okay. Judas and the, oh, yeah, this is the one you saw, Black yeah. Messiah, Shaka mm-hmm. King, Charles D. King. Oh, they must be, maybe they're related. And Ryan Coogler. Oh, I yeah. love, what's a fun name? Okay. We love Ryan Coogler, right? Ryan Coogler did uh, Black Panther, right? Is that right? I, I've seen all the Marvel movies. The next one is Mank, and I swear to God, the minute we get off here, I'm going to see if that's about Josh Mankiewicz. Cian Chaffin, Eric Roth, and Douglas Arbansky. Okay. And then we have Minari, which is Christina. Oh, just by herself. Do we know her? Good for her. 
Who's that? Christina Oh, we know her? Well, I know Sandra O, oh, who played Dr. Christina Yang okay. on Grace Anatomy. And oh, by the way, talking about my favorite actresses, Sandra O. Oh. Oh, my God. She should get to be nominated for an Academy Award for every TV show she does. Okay. All right. No Man's Land. Frances McDormand. Oh, she's one of the producers. Look at her. I mean, is this something that this woman cannot do? Please. And by the way, if you feel like writing in and saying, telling me personally what Frances McDormand cannot do, save your breath and the paper and the internet because I don't give a damn. Because you're wrong. Well, you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're trying to just, you know, make me feel bad, there's a million ways to do that that don't involve involving Francis McDormand. All right. Peter Spears, Molly I, Asher, Dan Janvey, and Chloe Zhao. Zhao. Nope. See, a, she's a director, right? I feel like she's very, very good. And I feel bad. I got to learn how to say her name. And again, just remember that I know I'm an I'm an asshole for not saying these things correctly. Just please know that. You know, I bet people get really tired. You know, people who have names that aren't kind of run of the mill, I bet they get really tired of people like me saying, give me a minute here. I'm trying. They're like, we'll try harder. So I will. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to reset my calendar year for after the Oscars. I want you to hold my feet to the fire. I'm going to learn how to pronounce things better. Okay. Yeah. I think both of us should do that. Let's both, um, you know, I hate feet, but let's both hold each other accountable for that. And also, you know, we always have figured that uh, after Oscars is the start of the year. You you and I have always agreed it shouldn't be January. Because it's it's a depressing time to start a new year. Try it in, be in the springtime. Exactly, exactly. So that's something that Mags and I are going to do. So if you hear us mispronouncing something, I guess let wow. us know. Boy, wow, yeah. that's going to be. We have until Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess now that you're hearing this, today's Sunday, so we're done. Hmm. I'm just going to say fewer things for a while, just to. Yeah, just um, to be on the safe side. Absolutely. Oh, this promising young woman is is nominated for best picture. Oh, I like it. Something fun nominated for best picture. Mm-hmm. I like when they do a comedy. In there. All right, Ben Browning. Yeah. Ashley Fox, Emerald Fennell, and Josie. Ma- oh, Josie McNamara. Emerald the cook. Yeah, Emerald. Uh, oh, this is Emerald Fen- Fennell. Oh, is that a play on because he's a cook? Isn't that the cook guy? Emerald. Mm-hmm. Okay. Emerald Fennell. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, I guess Damn. with a little bit of money, you can do a lot of things. Um, Sound of Metal. Okay. Now that just sounds loud. Yeah, Yeah. I would love to see it, but I'm also... Bert, oh, I love... Oh, look how old school that is. Bert Hamlink and Satcha Ben-Hirochi. Wow, there's two people named Satcha nominated for awards this year. It's a big year for Satchas. Good for you. And then the last one is The Trial of the Chicago 7, Mark Platt and Stuart Besser. I wonder, is that a trial of like a Chicago basketball team? It must be. The one, that, maybe the yeah. ones that that kept winning the, the three peats. Yeah. Oh, did they end up on trial for being too good? They were too good. Mm. All, All right. right. What I'm are gonna, we saying here? Now, are we going to say what we want or are we going to say what we think will win? Oh, let's do both for this one. Okay. I'm going to say I think that what will win, because you saw it and you've been raving about it, is Judy's and the Black Messiah. That's what mm. I think Will, um, what did I say? Should win? Yeah. Well, it's up to you. You pick the order. Okay. So I think that's what, um, should win because you, Mags, you've got great taste. And then what I think will win is the father because of the patriarchy. I, you know, I couldn't agree more. I think, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah should win. It was something special. It was, it was a heartbreaking, but very well done. Shout out to whoever did the location scouting on that movie because, Wow. You know, also I'm rooting for Minari and uh, Promising Young Woman and Nomadland. And basically everything except for that one. Yeah, that's yeah. good. It's good to have something to root against too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. Do we do we know who's hosting the Oscars this year? No, I don't. I wish it was uh, Tina and Amy, but I, I don't think it is. Them. I love them. I like when they say things like, isn't this stupid? Isn't this a mess? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know which one I loved? What? was when they did, when they talked about Amal Clooney and it was like all of her accomplishments. And then they said, and her husband's being nominated for a Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh, that's tonight. good. That yeah. is good. I love I like that. that put him in his place. I'd love to put him in his place. Oh, I'd put George Clooney in his place. Oh, he'd go right into his place. Yeah. Boy, is he going to be there, you think? I hope so. Who's yeah. going to be there? Is it, is it going to be a thing? Oh, I think they have to do it, you know, kind of like they're not all there. Some of them, are, you know, some of them are going to be there, but some of them are going to be in a different place. That's what I heard. Yeah, remember when Remember when I had to watch uh, WAP with my mom? 
Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. That was the, they did the Grammys at all all kinds of different places, right? Yeah. So maybe there won't be a host again. Maybe it'll just be like, oh, turn on your zooms now. I'm ready for this to be over as much as the next person. But have you not loved seeing the inside of people's houses? Oh my gosh, I have. Yes, absolutely. You know which one really thrills me? Because he posts on social media all the time. I don't think he's nominated this year for anything. But Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon oh, and Kira Sedgwick yes. have the cutest life and home and love. And I love them. I just love to see the inside of people's homes. I'm with you. Yeah. Oh, I just lo- I love it. You know, because... Um, stars that just like us, you know? So when I just see that they have a house and they're like, oh, this is, you know, my couch or whatever. And this is my dog. Mm-hmm. I think, oh, they are, you know, they really are. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a little neater. I'll be honest. It's l- a little less clutter, you know, than my house, but it is so much fun. So that, that part of it, I'll kind of miss a little bit or like, you know, when they can't figure out mute yeah. or whatever, or, you know, yeah. it's, oh, I'm, it really just humanizes the entire thing. But don't get me wrong. When everything's back to normal and it's still, it's back to glamour, I guess I just get off on both those things. Mm-hmm. You know, it is the thing of like building them up and then tearing them down, which I know mm-hmm. is not nice, but I really, it does get me off. Okay. That's a very specific way to say that. You know, which, which part? The sexual, the sexual part of it. Oh. Isn't that what that means? I guess. Is that what that means? But it, you know what? I'm not going to take it back because that's also true. Yeah, that's what I figured. I was like, she's being very direct about that. But yeah, that's what that means. I think it's sex. I think it's a sex thing. Yeah. Do you remember that time Carol Doyle told us a story about how she was driving down the road and somebody did an obscene gesture to her and she didn't know what it meant and she did it back to them? Yeah, she got the universal sign for um, I'm going to eat you. (laughs) And she didn't know what it was. Someone had pulled up next to her at a light. And then she showed Mags and I what had happened to her. And before we could even kind of ask a follow-up question, she said, so she did it back to them. And I can only imagine what went through the stranger's head of pulling up next to a middle-aged woman and doing that. And then she just went went at it right back. I'm surprised that didn't turn into a relationship or something. I wish it had, because you know what? She deserves the world. She deserves the world. She at least deserves to be eaten. <laughs> If that's what she wants, yeah, uh, she's going to kill me. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> well, you know, all I can say is everyone deserves to be happy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know, and it's sex positive. At the time, I was really upset because Carol's a very dear friend of ours. And I thought, you know, what are you trying to get, get out of this? And I have to say, you know, it's a very shortcut to saying, would you be into this type of thing? You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so maybe someone was just a little, you know, um, they didn't have the sophistication of, you know, asking someone if they'd like to go on a date. They just yeah. thought, yeah, let me show you what could conceivably happen. Yeah. Maybe they yeah. were too shy to say it. So that it's just hand gestures. Remember what you said the other day where something, I know it's not the right word because you didn't use it like that, but you, you remember how, what was the term you used? Oh, it was, it was, when you, uh, you know how somebody was like, we, we talked with Uncle Mike and he said he was chasing the dragon and you said, oh, the, you know, dragon's everything for me. It's it's doing this. And that. Maybe that person was chasing their own personal dragon in that moment. Oh yeah. Pussy. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's, yeah. That's okay. That's for some people, that's their dragon. And if it is, shoot us an email at those who you know, I feel like every week we keep asking you to email us. We're still waiting to hear if anybody wants to do a threesome with Pat. We're still waiting to hear a lot of things. So please shoot us an email because we love you. Um, you know, I'm a callus. I'm a human walking callus. But to not to put it out there and say, like, if you want to have a three way and to not hear anything, you know, I, I'd say it would hurt my feelings, except it can't, except it might be. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's a dragon you're chasing. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm very excited to see how this all shakes out. I think we've made some really good picks here. I think so, too. I'm gonna, I am going to open another bottle of champagne on Oscars, yeah. and I'm going to watch them. And I know we're going to be texting one another and checking in mm-hmm. and seeing how we're doing. And I hope everyone yeah. else enjoys the Oscars this year. I hope you saw more, more movies than I did. I hope everybody did. Yeah, I hope everybody took the time to see some some good movies. Because we love movies. We love the people who make movies for the most part, unless you're a complete nut of perv and creep. And we love you. So uh, I guess it's an honor just to be nominated. We wouldn't know, but, you know, whatever. Pat, is there a, is there a mantra for, the, for this week? There is, and I will read it uh, right now. The mantra this week from our dear Carol Doyle is, you may not be a star to Hollywood, but they're a bunch of weirdos anyway. 
Look at her. Topical. All right. Well, uh, I think this is a good time to say goodnight. I think I can't wait for Sunday. I can't yeah. wait to, uh, maybe we should FaceTime a little bit. We'll have to see if Josie can set that up for us. Did you get it back on your phone? No. Okay. Oh, shoot. I, well, yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll figure, figure it, out. it out. Get her on the case. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'll, I'll send her something fun, like a bag of jelly beans or something. But yeah, I'd love to do she that. I'd love that. Send us some licorice. All the softball girls that, that go crazy for Twizzlers. Oh, really? Okay, I can do that. That's a fun gift. Well, if you're listening to this on Oscar Sunday, you know, enjoy it. Maybe turn on the red carpet a little bit early. Really enjoy yourself. Uh, It's a fun pastime that has no um, drawbacks except probably propagating an industry that's still very sexist, racist, and homophobic. But that's, you know what? Got to have a little something just for yourself. Mm -hmm. So uh, as always, you know, love you, Megs. Love you, Pat. Love you, Oscars. All right. Thank you for listening to Those Who Ant. This podcast is made possible by Colleen Doyle, Dana Curcioli, Carol Doyle, and Deb Duncan. But it's mostly made possible by people like you, our listeners. So please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us. You can support us through the app Anchor, or you can support us through our brand new Patreon, which is a place that we're going to be putting some goodies that are fully nonsense, advice, videos, maybe trying on wigs. I'm not sure what's going to go on there exactly, but it's called Patreon and it's going to be in our show notes, whatever those are. So thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful Sunday. Get your vaccine, keep wearing your mask, and for God's sake, call your aunts.